Hi there, beautiful beings. Welcome to the Starseed Network podcast. I am your host and personal spirit guide, Saula Ilona Vaida, and I'm going to be guiding you on this journey of self-discovery, expanding consciousness, and exploring our own unique spiritual and human journeys. We're going to be interviewing inspiring guests, giving you tons of tools and channeled messages to help you along your journey, and just growing and expanding together in this ascension process on earth don't forget to like subscribe to the podcast and share with anyone who you think could benefit from listening to these episodes i personally believe in using the tarot for present moment guidance to really empower you to make the decisions that will create the future that you desire so this will be channeled messages connected directly to your spirit guides and how you can work with yourself right now how you can empower yourself the lifestyle practices um, the things that will help you along your journey simple action steps that you can take to empower yourself expand your own intuitive abilities and heal on a deeper quantum level so if you're interested in booking an appointment with me please go ahead and check out the link below or send me a message on instagram or tiktok and we can talk more about that hi guys welcome back to the starseed network podcast today i'm going to be interviewing a fascinating and passionate soul jay johnson from tiktok and instagram you can find him under the username jstayclutch or jstayawakening. Um, incredible entrepreneur, content creator, divine masculine energy here. We're talking all about, you know, awakening and how to support that and how to really go after your passions. You can find him under the username jstayclutch or jstayawakening. Um, incredible entrepreneur, content creator, divine masculine energy here. We're talking all about, you know, awakening and how to support that and how to really go after your passions. And this talk is super motivating and super inspiring. So I'm so grateful for this opportunity to chat with you guys and to interview this amazing person and, and share this experience with all of you. So let's dive in. So you said that you started your spiritual journey in 2017. Like what kind of triggered that? What started that for you? Um, so what triggered it was, so I had like in 2017, um, I got in trouble and my parents had taken my phone, but my mom had given me this book by Tony Robbins. And you know, I was pretty addicted to my phone, not going to lie. Like, <laughs> as you can see, like I'm pretty big on TikTok. And like back then, I used to be big on Vine, big on Twitter, Instagram. Like I had like millions of followers and stuff when I since a kid. So I was really addicted to my phone, honestly. So like when I like allowed that energy, like not even allowed, like I got my phone taken away and I started spending my energy, like reading this book that my mom had gave me by Tony Robbins, it like sparked this this thing in me like yo like there's more to life than the physical and then um when I started reading more and studying more about Tony Robbins and what he does and like who he trains and whatnot and I started I found out about meditation and um just seeing all these people that I would idolize meditate showed me like why am I not meditating why are people around me not meditating so I started meditating I downloaded this meditation app and 
uh, one of my first few meditations, I felt energy. Um, it started in my feet and then it started rising up as I was like listening to the meditation. And um, I accidentally astral projected. And at this time, I didn't even know what astral projection was. I just figured out about meditation, figured out about the law of attraction and these things. And when I, um, when I learned about the law of attraction, it also sparked something in me because um, when I was a freshman in high school, I was 4'11", 90 pounds, but I had these dreams of being like a D1 football player. And I would go to school and tell all my classmates like, yo, I'm trying to go D1, like these is my goals, yada, yada. But people would downplay me because I was the smallest person in our class. I was the youngest person in our class. And people would just look at me my physical and just be like, oh yeah, you're, you should focus in on school. You're not gonna, people th told me I wouldn't even make the football team and stuff like this. And I was like, I believed in myself. So, you know, wholeheartedly. And in 2017, I ended up getting um, a full scholarship to my dream school. So when I found out about the law of attraction, it was like, kind of like, yo, like I kind of was doing this just intuitively like I was believing in myself so hard like I used to wear d1 bound shirts to school I used to tweet about like going d1 like all day people used to like make fun of me for like just being so you know enthusiastic about being d1 and um I just held it and when I found out about law of attraction I was like yo I've manifested before I can do it again um so yeah like that was like the spark of it like meditation and learning about the law of attraction um, really, really did change my life. And after I did that astral projection experience, um, yeah, it, like I had a dark night of the soul shortly after. And that is like, kind of, it put me in a, in like a, a rabbit hole after that. Like, I was just like, yo, I need to chill on like how I spread this knowledge. Because when I first found out about it, I wanted to tell everybody, like literally like my family, my friends, like, because I was like, yo, this is, it's, it's the truth. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's inevitable. And I wanted to spread this, this light and it ended up backfiring on me. And I had to, like, I went through, um, I, I had to go to like a mental hospital because of what I had went through literally, like I was experiencing a lot of, um, I guess, like re my reality was really shifting quickly and it was shocking me and I couldn't like my, my senses were really heightened and I couldn't sleep. And I was also like doing a lot of working. Like I was, I was building an app. Um, I was about to go to NC state for track and um, yeah, I was basically at a really heightened state and different things were happening to, to show me like, I'm kind of different than a lot of people because things that were happening for me weren't happening to other people. And when I would try to tell people, I, I believe that like it, it triggered my family a lot because they were, they're Christians and me telling them about the real truth, you know, they're already kind of in a paradigm of what is their truth. And for me to be a 17 year old telling them, yo, like we're light beings you know, we can attract the reality we want. Yeah, yeah. And I'm telling them about meditation and all these things that they were basically um, like not even in their realm. You know what I'm saying? Like they had you no, know, my, my parents didn't meditate. My parents didn't um, do a lot of these things. So I felt like it triggered something in them. And since I was 
um, doing a lot, they felt the need that I needed help. And I was like, and then like for like, so, and it was funny because like now with TikTok and all these things, it was the same things I was telling my parents four years ago that they sent me to the mental hospital for. And now when I send them these videos, they're like, you know, it's just kind of weird at this point, but it's like, it's just crazy to me that, you know, that triggered that. And I feel like it was all supposed to happen this way as well. So uh, when I got to college, um, like I was, I, I had came out of the mental hospital literally a few weeks before I had to go to college and start running track. So um, when I got there, I kind of didn't tell, I didn't tell people, I didn't tell people about what I was studying, what I was learning. And I was just applying. And that's what I like when I was in, when I was away, like I really thought about this and thought about how I was going to just apply and not spread it because not everybody's just going to be able to accept it. So it, it kind of taught me that lesson really early. And I'm grateful that I went through that and, you know, what I experienced, because I, I believe like if I didn't go through that experience, I may have triggered something else in the world and who knows what would have happened. So, um, yeah, that's like that's a quick gist of uh, my <laughs> what triggered my spiritual awakening. Wow. Yeah. It's so funny how how much people things have changed recently and like how much more people are open to it. So like you having like a big following on TikTok and Vine and like developing apps and being like an entrepreneur and stuff like that. Like how did that play into your spiritual awakening? I believe it played into my spiritual awakening because it showed me kind of like anything is possible. So like because I had my first app when I was 14 and the way I created this app was because of my creativity and my my passion and hunger you know and i believe you know when i started the spiritual journey that it kind of shifted my my paradigm on money because there's a lot of limitations people have with money and it's it's like if you're creative enough you're determined enough and you're passionate enough anything you can basically create anything that you want in your reality it's just a matter of, you know, are you going to take those actions and execute? So I think as a kid, when I cre- when I was growing on social media and doing these things, it was because I was taking so many actions towards my goals and also being really creative in the way I would do it. I taught myself a lot of things. Um, and that's another thing that I, I think has helped me through my spiritual journey is that you can be your, your best teacher and your own teacher. Like, it's all about what you put in your awareness. So I've, I've been able to kind of transition that into my spiritual journey and like how I learn and what I'm learning and applying it. And when I like to, when I was start, starting to grow on social media when I was a kid, um, I would basically I would create graphics for bigger pages for shout outs. So I would basically DM them saying, yo, I, I do graphic design. If you want graphic design work, I'll do it for free in exchange for a shout out. And that kind of started my growth on social media. And once I grew my social media, um, I was like, okay, like, how can I monetize this? So I like, it's, it's about the, what you want, not how. So I was like, like, what am I, what can I do to monetize this? I was 14. And I was like, I want to like an app, like an app would help me monetize my, my social media because, you know, I can just tell people download this app and boom, I'd make money. So First thing I did was search up, you know, how to how to start creating your own app. And I taught myself how to it was basically Flappy Bird, but with Kanye's face. 
So I knew I wanted something that would, you know, attract a lot of people. And at, th- at that time, Flappy Bird was huge. So I was like, I'll just make another Flappy Bird, but change the face. And I never thought about, but, but like, I don't know how to code. I don't know. Like, I, I was 14. I was just like, I'm, I want this. How can I do this? And I started researching and I figured out how to create the app, promoted it. And it ended up being um, number seven on paid entertainment apps. So I went from not knowing how to code, not not knowing how to promote. Like, I just did it. You know what I'm saying? It was about the simple the the simple thing about, you know, what I wanted, not how I was going to get there. And I never focused on the how I always focus on what I wanted. And I think in my spiritual journey and like what a lot of people are learning is, you know, these limitations are usually just self limitations. Like if you focus on what you want and you just take actions that you think will get you closer to closer to what you want, it's going to manifest. And um, yeah, so, so that's how I feel like social has really like taught me um, some, some lessons that I needed to know to, to really grow exponentials exponentially in my spiritual journey. That's amazing. Yeah. That's, it's really inspiring. Um, yeah. Like, do you find that now the purpose of you having a platform is like more gained towards educating people or, you know, do you have like more of a purpose behind it, what you're doing on social media? Yeah, for sure. You know, I have a really big mission and I don't know if you are familiar with my other TikTok page, um, the, my main page. Like your running page? Yeah, my running yeah, page. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. okay, yeah, I didn't know if you knew about that page as well. But yeah, so um, when, I, when I started that page, I, I was training. Actually, no, I was running track when I started that page for NC State. But then I stopped running because they were putting a lot of limitations on, on myself. And I noticed that. Like, they didn't want me to start my own business. They didn't want me to play football. And they didn't want me to join the fraternity and do a lot of other things that I had passions for. So I stopped running and I lost my scholarship. And then I started training for football because I knew I was going to be the fastest person on the field in the ACC. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to focus on football. And cause there was more money in football, more influence in football. So it's like, I started training for that. And, um, the, the track coach, Actually, I'm not going to get too deep into that, but basically I ended up getting cut from, I didn't, I didn't end up making the football team for political reasons. And since I didn't make the team, it was kind of like, I didn't know what to, what my next steps were because now I'm just in school and I lost my scholarship and now I'm not even on the football team. So now it's just like, okay, what do I do? And when I was on TikTok, I kept seeing people like post about speed training tips from people that weren't even fast. So I'm like, they're giving the next generation bad tips out here. So I was like, I'm just going to start making my own tips for people because I've been trained by Olympic gold medalists, world record holders. And myself, I was, I went from, you know, being the eighth in the state to number one in the country in one year. So I knew what it took to go from eighth in the state to number one in the country. And I felt like I could help a lot of other athletes improve their speed in the same time um, it took me to improve mine. So I started, yeah, it started with education and educating people on the right stuff to get faster. And um, with my spiritual page, I, I wanted to, I wanted to be a, a influencer f- for the people that were new to the spiritual journey because I saw a lot of people were waking up in 2020. But 
as I mentioned, I was I had woke up in 2017 and I have been studying and applying it since then, just quietly. And I wanted to to create a platform that, you know, other spiritual people could go to my page and maybe learn something that they may not have dug deep enough for Um, because I had went through a lot of trials and tribulations on my journey. Like when you really like how long have you been on your spiritual journey? I mean, pretty much like since birth, but it like really started, I think like 2016, 2015. Okay. It's been like waves of ever intensifying levels. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, So you, you know about the trials and tribulations when you're actually applying these things, like a lot of like synchronicity things can happen to the point where you're like, what, like, what am I supposed to do? Like, I know that this decision that I'm making right now in this very moment is going to be very drastic in the direction my life is going to go. So like, what am I like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I knew a lot of people like, and young people too at that were really waking up. And I wanted to make sure that they didn't go through situations that I went through about, you know, getting shipped to the mental hospital and, you know, having to hold in a lot of your stuff. Like I didn't want other people to go through that. Cause I knew it's still a, a reality out there. You know what I'm saying? So um, I wanted to to educate people on the spiritual journey as well. So that's why I created that second page. And yeah. Wow, that's amazing. I love that. Yeah, that's a really it's a really incredible story. Like, especially talking about manifestation, how you just like believed and continually apply that action. Like what how do you create like that consistency and that like always applying it day in and day out? Like how do you maintain that? Yeah, I, I maintain that because I have goals that evoke emotion within me. So I make sure that I have set out goals, short-term goals and long-term goals. Because once you have that goal in place, you know that, okay, like I know that if I, if I work out three times this week, I'm three times closer to my goal. And I know if I hit that goal, my life is going to be the life that I imagined and that I dreamed of and that is evoking a lot of emotion within me. So it's kind of like uh, you have to go back and forth to like your goals and then the actions like, okay, like I don't feel like working out, but I know if I do work out, I'm one step closer to my goal. And just knowing that and seeing how putting in work has worked for me, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause when I, when I was started running track my junior year of high school, like I said, I was eighth in the state, but when I started training really hard, doing two a days, applying all the things that my coaches were teaching me and really doing, putting in overwork, like I would work out two times during the day. And then right before my shower, I would still do ab workouts because I just, I wanted to be the fastest. So seeing how, you know, actually applying that work and it actually working for me, really like helped me and kind of like has driven me to be able to be consistent in a lot of things because, um, you know, numbers don't lie. And with, with track, it's like our muscle memory. And that's another reason why I love track because numbers don't lie as well. Because, you know, if you're, if you run the fastest time, you're the fastest, like there's no ifs, ands or buts, but with like football or basketball stuff, like you could be the strongest or fastest, but are you a good basketball player? Are you a good football player? And then there's a lot of other variables into what makes somebody good. Like you could coach, not even put you in. There's a lot, there's a lot of the variables, but with track, it's like your work is going to show. So if you really put in more work than somebody, 
consistently is gonna it's gonna like it's gonna show up in your reality so that i think the same thing applies to the spiritual journey where it's like if you put in that work and you have aligned action the things the 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 reality that you want is is just there for you you just have to align with it so yeah i really resonate with that um so like what are what are some of the things that you're looking forward to creating and like in 2022 in 2022, I look forward to really diving deep into to track again, because I've been focusing on my company a lot in 2020. So being able to run at track meets again is something I've been waiting for and been patient for. So I'm excited to see what my numbers are. Um, I'm also in the process of raising capital for my company. So that's another goal in 2022 that I want to shoot for building my company, clean raise. And, and I also do, I will also do growth for a few tech companies. So giving them as much value as I possibly can and helping them grow their company in ways that is, you know, aligned with a bigger, a bigger vision, the bigger vision for like all of humanity, because mm-hmm. I believe every, every person is, uh, is like into the, the collective consciousness at the end of the day. And, you know, with these tech companies, just from my experience of working in tech in San Francisco is a lot of them aren't aligned with, you know, the earth. You know, it's more about money and capitalism than it is about humanity and the earth. So I want to put put my my touch into these spaces and help the tech community get more aligned with this higher timeline, because I think it's needed. At the end of the day, like these tech companies are affecting a lot of the collective consciousness. So the more I can contribute to that, I think is the best for humanity. Nice. That's amazing. Um, Can you tell us more about like your company, Clean Rays? Yeah. So my company, we basically are creating safer, more conscious spaces. And we're doing this by mimicking the sun's rays and a specific nanometer of the, the UVC rays is 222. And this nanometer is able to inactivate 99% of viruses, bacteria, and mold, and air, surfaces, and liquid. And it's able to do this because it mutates the DNA. So it's at a molecular level. So it, it, it's in the quantum space of, yo, the sun is so powerful and... It, it, you know, so what we're doing is we're creating this technology, we're innovating in the space, and we're also um, providing a cheaper solution for companies and um, uh, just regular people to, to get their air sanitized. So that's what my company does. And uh, I'm really excited to, to where we can take it because this technology is extremely new. Um, coincidentally, it's going to be like probably more massively adopted in 2022 <laughs> so it's uh it's gonna be very exciting wow that's amazing i love that 222 it's like everywhere 2022 yeah and i believe it's like us showing ourselves we're creators of this universe honestly like that's like my true like what really sparked me like creating this company was like it just hit me like a train honestly it was like yo we're we're literally showing ourselves 
the own our own solution in a cosmic way. Like it's big. You know what I'm saying? Like in a big cosmic way, because it's coincidentally 2022. The nanometer is 222. And then there was full moons that were 222,000 miles away around, you know, the same time of coronavirus and stuff. So it's like, who's to say that we didn't have like have some type of like say in this? You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's just funny how, you know, this technology, they're showing how basically it can create virus-proof environments to where if we're in the same room and I have COVID and I cough this light will be able to inactivate the virus before it even reaches you. So there's a lot of stuff in this space that I'm excited to innovate on. That's really fascinating that you said that. It's almost like, you know, our higher selves are just like dropping little breadcrumbs and like little hints for us to follow so that we can just fully realize ourselves again. And it's like, yeah, feeling this buildup, especially since like 2020 and 2021, it's like 2021 was almost like, for me at least, like this shadow phase of preparing and deeply making space and unraveling everything and releasing everything in order to actually, you know, in 2022, have that forward movement, have that energy to create and destroy. It's it's really fascinating to see what's going to happen because it's like, it's hard to get a read on this year, but it feels like, it feels like we're entering into a very different space. Yeah. And with the, with the whole vaccine thing, there's been a, like a huge divide and mm-hmm. this is a solution that is basically, I think personally is better than the vaccine because it's able to inactivate every strain of the virus and you don't have to inject anybody with anything and it's sustainable and natural. So it's like, you know, it's like a, basically I'm, I'm basically trying to build my companies as a, as ammo for all the people that's like, no, I don't want to get the vaccine. There's, there's far UV in our, in our spaces. Why do I, why do I need to get a shot when every virus and pathogen in this space has been eliminated? So mm-hmm. it's like, why are we um, putting on these coats rather than just eliminating the virus? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, cause even if we all do get the shot, the virus is still spreading, you know, but if we're eliminating it, then it's just, it's not in our reality anymore, simply. So that's how I see it. And being somebody that hasn't been able to take vaccines since a kid because of allergic, like I was allergic to vaccines. So, you know, there's there's people out there that literally can't take vaccines. So why are we, you know, trying to force people and try to do these things when some people literally just can't? And I want to be that 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 company that's like, you know, you can get the vaccine, but we're also um, putting this in space so that viruses can get eliminated just outright. Yeah, the vaccine is is such oh, it's such a concept, and like especially from an energy energy healing perspective, like doing Reiki for people and learning how to like trying to figure out a way to neutralize the side effects of the vaccine or like even neutralize what even it is because like I've felt into people who have it and it it almost feels like like a little device or something that's like radiating energy. Um, And that's like not to say that I know or anything, but it's caused a lot of division, a lot of polarity. Um, But I do believe that, you know, people give it a lot more fear than it needs to have. Like if we are these powerful spiritual beings that we know we are, like we obviously can transmute anything, whatever toxin, whatever space. And, you know, technologies like these are a huge part of the future and like actually creating 
that new earth reality tangibly and physically in our material world that's like outside of just a select group of people who are choosing to live in that space but like actually eliminating the fear completely because it's like this virus is just like a virus of fear in so many ways and it's like those who yeah and like those who choose to live in that reality like really perpetually live in that reality and that's what they believe and like those who choose to not um it's like you can you can still get sick it can still affect you um but it's just like realizing more of of what actually is going on because like every illness and every pathogen has like a deeper meaning than maybe what we understand and has a purpose like with our higher self as well to give us the rest we need or give us the healing that we need or the time so I don't know there's like a lot of different factors around it but it's just an interesting interesting concept these days especially like with the passports and everything coming out like what do you what is your opinion on that what do you mean the passports like the vaccine passports or the digital things like oh okay um i haven't really kept up with that but um i do believe that this is testing people honestly and i believe you know, the the vaccine and the way that they're administrating it is just it's just weird. You know, like like it's it's weird in the way that um, that there may be agenda behind it, because, you know, there's people out here that are homeless and bankrupt because of health of like they can't afford health care mm-hmm. and the government doesn't care about those people. There's people out here that have allergies and they have to overpay for their shots. The government doesn't give them free shots or pay people to get to save them. So it's just it's it's just weird to me how they're distributing the vaccine and they're kind of forcing it and um, like paying people. Like it's just it's just weird to me. Oh yeah, it's super weird. And I like I honestly think that you know the people who did get the vaccine or didn't want to get the vaccine but got it are going to be like the next wave of people who fight against it because they're they're realizing like the side effects and they're feeling it and like especially really intuitive people like my friend who I I was doing energy healing on him and he said that he felt like a really weird electromagnetic almost like disturbance or difference in his body after getting it after he awakened and yeah it's just like I feel like it's going to it's almost like giving us giving people something to fight against but also giving like it's just creating a polar like different like polarizations yeah and divide Mm -hmm. as well um and another interesting fact about my company and this light is even though it's a lower nanometer, it's a higher frequency. So, you know, when people are talking about like frequencies and higher frequencies and whatnot, it's just kind of weird on how um, I honestly feel like America's in somewhat suppressing this technology because um, all the media and all the things going on about the vaccine and stuff like that, but people haven't heard of this light that can basically save us. So, um, I think like, cause we have portals and whatnot that pe- basically people can walk through and it sanitize their body. 
But, you know, just from being in the spiritual journey, like since it's a higher frequency, who's to say that when you're getting your like, because you you're familiar with like the infinite realities, correct? Mm-hmm. So if your body is 99% sanitized, you're probably in a higher state of, of your own consciousness. And you're probably picking up on different thoughts and doing things differently because your your being is literally just more pure. You don't have, you know, bacteria that you can't see walking on you, like disturbing that you don't have any of that. You know what I'm saying? And I believe the, the quicker that this gets adopted, the more things are going to shift because, you know, with my company, I want to highlight the unseen because we're mimicking like the UVC is outside of the human life spectrum. So there's, so basically this technology that we can't see can save us from the biggest problem on earth. And it's, we're mimicking the sun that gives life on earth. So it's basically showing us, yo, we're connected to this cosmos. No way, no, no ifs, ands, or buts about it because we're, we're basically so blessed to be in this, on this earth to have planets around us basically saving us and earth itself saving us you know what i'm saying and the fact that the earth elements that we use to mimic the sun like it's is showing that the sun is connected to the earth because we're using earth elements to mimic the sun so you know i'm gonna shine light on all these things while building my company and since the the pandemic has affected basically almost everybody on the planet i think with this paradigm shift that my company is going to show people, it could shift a lot, like a lot, a lot, like to the point where, you know, it, the, the higher, the, the, the systems in place currently are crumbling because if once this light is massively adopted, there's not going to be a need for a vaccine, any vaccine ever in the future. And, you know, that's, that's another reason why I feel like this is being suppressed is because these companies, they're invested by they're invested like Pfizer and one are invested um like people in government are invested into these companies people in other industries are invested into these companies so if this light does get massively adopted and people don't need vaccines anymore people aren't getting sick anymore they're out you know what i'm saying and you know it's been a struggle honestly like i've i've had i'm i'm partnering with far uvc africa and we've had threats about working together from people in America. And also we've, I've had some, some product be shipped to me come like somebody literally opened my package at FedEx, took it out of the packaging. And then I think somebody literally like broke it because it came taped up. Like if, you know what I'm saying? Like if a package is broken in the packaging, how can somebody tape it? You know, if somebody didn't like break it, how could it come taped? So it came broken and taped up. And this happened a few weeks ago. And it's like, one, you're not even allowed to really open packages like that. Two, it's clearly somebody broke it and taped it. It's like, and we're getting, like I'm saying, like I said, we, we've gotten threats from other companies saying, you know, don't, Far UVC Africa, don't work with Clean Rays because, you know, we, we have this technology first, yada, yada. I'm like, this technology, you didn't have it first. One, we're mimicking the sun. This is not human made. Like, this is not, you know, something where it's like, um, like some headphones or something like this is, this is like technology that is basically, you know, mimicking the cosmos. And this is nothing to do with patents and whatnot. This deals with saving people. And the fact that people are trying to, 
not trying to suppress this and not get this technology out is like, yo, these people really don't care about our lives. They care about our money and energy than more than anything. So it's really showing me that, you know, I have to consistently work and honestly work harder than others because of my age, of what I'm trying to do and the voice I have. And it's, it can be frightening at times, honestly, because knowing that, you know, I'm pretty, basically people that are higher ups know about me because of my time spent in San Francisco, working with the top tech companies. I know that these people know about me because I've, we've got investment from people like some really high people. So it's like, um, yeah, it's, it's been a struggle, but I'm going to prevail. Like I, I have something in my heart that is so hungry to change the world that I will stop by no means. I will literally work my ass off. I don't know if you have profanity on this podcast, but I will <laughs> yeah. literally work day and night to be a great example to people and to bring this light to the masses. Because like I said, I could never get vaccines. So it's, it's deeper than a lot of things. Like I feel like I, this was part of my journey to be allergic to vaccines, to be allergic to, to a, the things I was. And to, like, that, that gave me the hunger within, because when I was younger, I was allergic to grass. I was allergic to shellfish. I was allergic to red dye. I was allergic to vaccines. Like, and when I would break out and stuff and my parents took me to the doctors, they, they would be like, I don't know what's wrong with him. And they would, my parents would just have to take me back home and they would feed me like all organic stuff and make sure that they were watching everything that I ate, everything that I touched because, you know, I would break out and I could sometimes couldn't walk and like, it was bad. So I honestly believe that that has helped me with my hunger today because, you know, back then I could have been died. You know what I'm saying? I could have been perished back then from all the stuff that I was allergic to and all the things that I had been through. So, you know, when I, when I work really hard to me, it's like, did I die though? You know what I'm saying? It's like, did I die? You know, if I'm still alive and I can still wake up the next morning, I don't care if I worked 12 hours yesterday, I woke up tomorrow. I mean, I woke up today. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's really how I, you know, move because of my, my trials and tribulations. Wow. Yeah, that is, that is amazing. And I, I definitely feel like, you know, like sources working through you in that way, like getting this out to people is really important. And it's going to be one of those technologies that helps bring in that new earth and that new paradigm. And that's probably why, like, that makes so much sense that you're dealing with so much resistance from other companies and interference. And like, that's probably going to be only the beginning. Um, and it's going to take, it's going to take that, you know, unwavering devotion and that unwavering faith, like you said, like even, you know, working hard, but understanding that you are working and something that is for the greatest good of humanity and greatest good of all. So, you know, that extra fuel and that, like, you know, that you're backed by, by divine energy because it is a divine purpose. Indeed. That's, that's honestly why I, I have little to no fear because I know, you know, I'm, I'm backed by the divine. Like you said, there's, there's infinite possibilities, infinite realities and stuff like that. So it's just like, I don't know. Like I felt times where it was like, yo, you know, is this what it truly is? You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I've seen time and time again, the divine is on my side, you know, whether I see it in that moment or not, just having trust and faith is honestly all you need. Yeah. You know, it makes so much sense that like the matrix as it's collapsing is 
doing its best to hold on, but it's like the people have already awakened. The people have already shifted. So it's only a matter of time before these structures fall and we're going to need the new structures, the new technologies to come in to support us. Cause like it's already, it already exists. Like we already have everything that we need to create a new society, to create a new paradigm. It's just like allowing the old mm-hmm. to fully move out, allowing that wreckage or whatever it is that collapse and trusting and having faith that it is being rebuilt and better. What have you like experienced in terms of like growing up on this journey and you know, uh, other than like, you know, having these allergies, which I feel like is a pretty common um, trait of like, you know, starseed, indigo children, um, all that stuff, like just having that like, not like allergies and like not being able to fully take in all the toxins of this world, like the same way as other people. So I don't know like what your journey has been with that. Yeah. Um, Yeah, my journey has been like, I've really been focused in on my diet and that that stemmed from, you know, wanting to go D1 at first, but now it's more on like a energetic level with me because, um, you know, I do a lot of research, like a lot, honestly, an unnecessarily amount of research. And, you know, the the sunlight is, is so powerful, right? And, I've been focusing in on my diet and what I'm really intaking a lot, such as like, you know, I like, I used to get my, a lot of my fruits and vegetables from the farmer's market instead of the grocery store. Um, and just eating fruits and vegetables, um, because that is more direct from the sun and that energy is basically still in there. You know what I'm saying? Because instead of eating from a cow, like eating a cow, where that's secondary sunlight energy because that cow is eating grass and then you're eating that cow. So it's like, um, I've been really in tune with my diet. Um, and I've, I've, uh, subscribed to a platform called Viome. I don't know if you've heard of Viome before. Um, but Viome, they basically take your, your microbes in your gut and give you a specialized diet for your specific microbes. Um, and they say the, the gut is like your second brain. And I've, I've been kind of, I've seen the, how is basically kind of manifesting in my reality on me taking these steps to be my highest self. Um, and even the water I drink, um, you know, I don't drink tap water or just regular water bottles. I like to drink the, the Fiji water or the Evian water or my, and my parents, they have a, a alkaline water filter that can go um, all the way up to 9.5. So those are like steps that I've taken um, that I feel like has helped me kind of be be more consistent. And by this, I mean, there's rhythm in our in the laws. So basically, you know, there's ups and downs and it's about how you react to those up and downs to see which level you go to next. Because once you're at a down, a downward spiral in your life and you decide to do more toxic things to yourself, that's just going to bring you a level down. But if you're at that downward moment and you do something positive instead, that will basically allow that downward moment to be a little bit less down next time. And then a little bit less and a little bit less until you're honestly on a straight neutral line. And what I've noticed is you can, you can kind of use laws against laws as well. And 
that's what I try to use do in my day to day life is try to try to hold certain frequencies. Um, and yeah, like my journey from 2017, like I said, I, I took a, a pause in really doing meditation and stuff. Cause I was scared, honestly, because I saw how powerful it did make me. And I felt personally, like I wasn't even ready for what I was doing. Which, which showed me why I ended up in the mental hospital because I was doing stuff, like I was creating my reality really, really fast. Like to the point where like my phone would be like switching on its own and doing weird stuff like that. So um, yeah, like, so that pause and I took time to just study more and just to know more and to build my own awareness because the more that you are aware, the more you can manipulate and be more in charge of your reality. It felt like, you know, I was creating, creating realities. And, um, I was on the journey with my girlfriend at the time. And when, like, when we would be like together and going out, like, it just felt like heaven on earth. Sometimes stuff would just manifest so quickly. And like, it was so abundant and everything was just so aligned. And, um, so yeah, like that's like my path now is, you know, meditation, is in my daily routines. I meditate in the morning and meditate at night. Um, I love to journal my ideas out. Um, and I love researching. People don't understand, like, they came out recently that Google was working with higher dimensional beings to create Google search and Google Earth. Um, I can send you that video if you want. But yeah, so um, with research, you know, I research, research, like what you search up, you don't know what may come up is what I'm trying to say with that. Like there's, there's higher timelines that we can reach that are here for us. Um, such as stuff in the, in the space of um, plasma energy, photon energy. Um, and this is all in the unseen. So like Nikola Tesla once said that if humans were to start, you know, building technology and doing more research on the unseen, it will progress more in 10 years than it did in all of this eternity. So, you know, I've been doing a lot of research in that space, even though like, I'm like, I don't even have like the chance to apply this until the next year, probably. But it's about having that awareness and just knowing what you do know and just keeping like uh, your own little like like, I guess you could say like book, you know what I'm saying? Like I literally, I search up stuff that I know that I'm not going to be able to apply until the next probably five years, but I screenshot it, I save it. And then it's in my awareness to where I can notice and see more things that can, you know, maybe create a higher timeline for people. So like there's stuff that deals with like Stonehenge and stuff like that and the pyramids and things where it's right in front of us. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is not some hidden mystery it's right there we, we just have to tap into it at the end of the day um and to be able to tap into it you need that awareness because um just from what i've noticed is like when i when i um like learn something new um when i let when i learn that thing it feels like i'm in a reality where like i am seeing more of that thing in my reality now and it's like, I never would see these things about this, this topic before, but since I learned about it, 
it's kind of like it gets put in your reality. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I do a lot of just research on on the unseen and yeah, and how to improve that because I believe um, our aura is what creates our reality. Like that, the electromagnetic field around us is what creates what um, our reality is. So I've been t- tapping into ways to develop that, tapping into ways to expand that, and also um, the Earth's and the Sun's um, auras as well. Yeah, yeah. There's some some talk of like solar flares and like changes happening with the Sun and like upgrades happening from the Sun. Especially, I was hearing about that in like 2020. It's funny that you bring that up because you know that's one of the things I was kind of referring to because um, as I was doing research. I saw like during the time of when Stonehenge was believed to be um, the earth was much hotter. Right. And since the earth was much hotter, um, they could see plasma energy. And since they could see it, they could basically create structures to um, harness it because plasma, that plasma energy is flowing down from the sun. Right. So, um, yeah, it's just interesting that you bring that up because, yeah, like that we're in a stage like post ice age we're we're in a stage where we see less because we aren't um, because the sun isn't as powerful on us. You know, like when people say like the unseen, the unseen is basically like the sun's energy that's radiating down on Earth. Like if, if the sun wasn't around, there were literally it would always be dark, literally like the 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 regular state of the universe is black. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, without the sun, we wouldn't see light. So when we're talking about the light spectrum, it's just ironic that, you know, like it's getting hotter. People are raising their frequencies. We're going to start to see more. We're going to start to see the the part of the spectrum we couldn't see before. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we're, we're in, in a really, really good age, honestly. And I'm grateful to be here. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. So many like amazing souls are here right now for this purpose right now. It's it's wild. Like yeah, as far as like seeing seeing more, I've been noticing that as well. Like sometimes when my third eye and my crown is super activated and open, like I can see like the vibrations in the air and like I can see like the boundaries and like light looks different and you can see like people's energy fields. Um and it can be like a lot sometimes. It can be a lot to to take in all of those high frequencies. And then I find myself like finding ways to almost like redensify my body to like feel more comfortable again. Cause it's like almost this like push pull of like letting in more light and then needing to integrate and allow that to, you know, calibrate into your physical body. And I don't know, it's like it's just an interesting interesting process over these past few years because like a lot of my my research has been like internal has been on like the inner planes of exploring every single facet of myself and like exploring my past lives and feeling into all of the different like traumas and triggers and like feeling into Egyptian timelines and star family and all these different things and like on a very like meditative like internal world level um so now it's really interesting to hear your perspective of like coming at it from that more like external like taking in information and pushing forward because for me it's been like a lot of digestion energy like that like feminine aspect of like 
digesting the information and, and processing it and feeling into it. So like, it's really interesting to hear about the other side of that, where you're, you know, going forward and putting so much out into the world while consuming so much energy, you know, like consuming so much information. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for, for doing this interview. Is there anything else you want to like mention or talk about? I, yeah, I, I do want to mention something about like people from Atlanta's coming back. I don't know if you've seen like have you seen stuff about that I've read a little bit about like the hollow earth theory and like inner earth theory there's a Lemurian Atlantean like colony living inside of the earth Um, and I was hearing something about like potentially you know resurfacing Atlantis and like coming back stuff like that yeah it's just um, this was like something that is just like synchronicities I guess you could say or like just something in my life that has happened and I want to say this because if anybody else feels like they're going through something similar um I'm you can always reach out to me J State Clutch on Instagram but what I was going to refer to was you know when I in 2017 when I had started my spiritual journey in meditation um I got into a, a really deep meditation and it felt like basically my being had like encompassed the earth, like my, my, my aura had encompassed the earth. And I started hearing um, vibrations, like just like these sound, like song, like, mm, like just basically like sound, like vibrations. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and at this time I didn't, uh, you know, I was just like, like kind of scared kind of, because I was like, I couldn't like when I would try to sleep, like I would hear these vibrations. Um, so when I was taken to the hospital, um, I was basically still feeling, I couldn't sleep still and whatnot. And I had this terrifying thought in my head that um, a flood was coming, like a tsunami was about to hit, hit uh, like the hospital and we were all going to die. Like I was screaming like uncontrollably and um yeah, so it's like I had these visions of also like walking through this futuristic hospital with Donald Trump, coincidentally. And this is before I even knew about like Donald Trump and the alien thing and like his his uncle and stuff like that. Like this is all just intuitively happening to me in 2017. And like now in 2021, about to be 2022, and discovering about all these things like about Atlantis and about um, the thing with Trump and stuff like I feel like you know, these, these things are real and this energy is real out here. You know what I'm saying? And, um, I went through that experience and was told I was crazy, but now I'm like, was I really like crazy or was like, I really like remembering past lives or was I like really tapping into something that a lot of people can't and what, like may never, you know? And it's like, I just want, I just want, if other people are out there, and they feel some connection to Atlantis or connections to something higher. You know, I'm an open book. I'm always here for people. And I've been there, came back, and I'm here to tell the story and here to create abundance for all people on earth. And, you know, one of my main objectives personally and spiritually for clean rays is to show people that we're all one. Because as as a as the masses, if we come to that conclusion 
there would be so much less fear, so much less, you know, war. There will be no war because we, we're all one. So much more advancements because, you know, we will be able to actually take other people's technologies and improvements and not belittle it because you have to realize once we're all once we realize we're all one that is when we can really manifest a true new earth you know what i'm saying so that's that's my uh that's my closer (laughs) that's beautiful thank you Thank you guys so much for listening and being here. And thank you so much for tuning into this amazing interview with Jay. Um, Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate your time and your presence. And you can find Jay on Instagram and TikTok under Jay Stay Clutch, um, Jay Stay Awakening, and definitely follow what he's doing. Um, He's also the founder of an incredible company called Clean Rays, which is all about purification of air, which is super important, especially in this age of Aquarius. We're living in air sign times. So this is definitely someone to watch. And I'm so grateful and honored to have the opportunity to interview him. Don't forget to like, subscribe to the podcast and share with anyone who you think could benefit from listening to these episodes. Thank you so much for being here. I'm wishing you all a beautiful day wherever you are in this crazy world. And I will see you later. Bye-bye. Wake up, rise up and greet the sun. I'm grateful for another one. Abundance gathers like fields of flowers. Grown with my two hands and tears, they showered. Meditating, congregating with my soul's truth. Elevating, speaking.